Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents From Beyond, featuring your hosts, mother-daughter psychic mediums, Nadia Shapiro and Dr. Barbara Williams. Welcome, everybody. I am your host, Nadia Shapiro. Welcome to From Beyond. I hope you are enjoying the beginning of your Saturday, or if you're on the West Coast, um, your Saturday afternoon. Anyways, we have a great show for you planned today. Uh, Dr. Barbara Williams will be joining us shortly. Uh, We are going to be talking about chakras and their functions and um you know, this is uh, an exciting topic for me because it's something that I get to um, explore and speak with people about on a daily basis. And it's also what I wrote my thesis paper on. So I uh, just want to let everybody know if you are interested in calling in for a reading, we'll probably do so um, uh, halfway through the show. So feel free to Call in now and you'll be placed on hold and we'll get to you as soon as possible. Or if you um, have some type of ailment that you're dealing with um, or any questions on the chakras, uh, please also go ahead and uh, give me a call. I'd love to you know, help you and guide you on those as well. So um, I'm actually probably going to explore the chakra system uh, through um, how I learned them, which is through pranic healing. And um, we really dive into 11 major chakras where, um, the, you know, the, you'll probably hear generally um, speaking of seven major chakras, but um, there are a few more that are incorporated as in, the, um, in pranic healing as major chakras. So the first chakra we are going to explore, which is actually one of my favorite, which is um, the basic chakra, also known as the root chakra. And really, this this chakra is our foundational chakra. It is um, it provides our grounding. Um, it's our grounding into the physical world. It is our connection to the earth, to Mother Earth. Really, in this chakra lies our existence. Uh, this chakra is responsible for our physical and etheric body. It's also responsible for our self-survival. So it really plays a big part of us just kind of being here and now and being present. And um, it's it's how we exist in the world, our self-preservation. And, um, you know, people that have lost touch with reality or you know, have trouble getting things done or, or have trouble, say, for example, getting a job, for instance, most likely have a, de- a depleted basic chakra. This chakra um, gives the body the energy that it needs to heal. So if this chakra is depleted, um, having a lack of energy, then it will, you know, the body will have a, a huge problem healing itself. So, um you know, to really have the will and need to and need to survive, this chakra needs to be in in good standing. It needs to be normalized and full of energy. Um, and people that have, um, uh, like, say, severe depression and our suicide tendencies will tend to have a very uh, small or weak basic chakra. As a matter of fact, that's one of the first things that I I check out with people that are depressed or having quite a bit of anxiety is, you know, how is their basic chakra? How is that doing? So, um, yeah. Anyways, it's a, um, it's definitely a very 
very important chakra to pay attention to. And um, I have uh, Barbara Williams who just joined us. Hello, how are you? Oh, good. I'm sorry, I'm late. We had uh, we have an ice storm kind of going on here, and we had loss of power, which really, speaking of queuing up your basic chakra, put mine in panic mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. No, I figured you would show up eventually. <laughs> there's nothing like a loss of power in Maine, which unfortunately we've had a lot of. So uh, for those of you who are in Maine, we still have a lot of places without power because of the heavy snowfall and then the rain on top of it which creates the ice which breaks the you know the trees and the limbs and downs the power line so I'm here for my favorite topic uh, chakra thank you and I'm sorry to be late oh no worries I, I need to show up eventually <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, I mean, it's great because I come on right on the basic chakra, which is really the one chakra, as Nadia, you were talking about, that it's like that fight or flight. It's that panic, panic chakra, you know. It's one of, it's not the only one, but it's that one that, you know, we fight for our basic survival. So that's right. the one that kind of goes muddy or gets you in a tizzy and all whirled up. And when that one's out of cue, it, it, for the most part, throws the lower three chakras out as well as far as, you know, I, I, you know I've seen. So it's really important, you know, to have a good basic chakra. Right. Not it's too the, much of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's our, it's our solid foundation. I mean, if that's right. out of whack, then most likely everything else is going to be out of whack as well. Right. You know, um, sometimes when I do readings, I notice if the basic chakra is out, there's a lot of concern about uh, finances and survival, which may not really be a reality. I think we had a conversation about this before, Nod, that, you know, sometimes when we're not in the here and now, we get anxiety and panic. And you'll see the basic chakra get knocked right off when you're in that mode. So it's a, a very important foundation. Right. Yeah. And that, that, that chakra is responsible for our abundance and prosperity. So people that are financially uh, well off, you will notice they have a very strong um, basic chakra. And when I say you'll notice, you you would either be able to clairvoyantly see them or be able to feel it. So um, there's a technique that we use called scanning, which is we're able to actually feel each chakra, whether it's um, normal or it's depleted or it's energized or, or over-energized. So um, usually when we're going through and, and checking out everybody's chakras and, and seeing what's out of, out of whack, that's, that's what we mean when we say, um, you know, it's either depleted or, or over-energized um, or dirty. <clears throat> so, yeah, it, it keeps us deeply connected to Mother Earth. Um, all people, all things, um, really focusing on the here and now is a great way to, um, you know, to normalize it and to connect it. Now, it's, uh, there's such a thing as sort of being, you know, now maybe you can talk about, like, what happens when you get too much of that prana, too much of that basic chakra, you know, and, and you can do that. And it, what shows up is uh, more more of an aggression. Yeah, um, yeah. So what can happen is that energy can go ahead and run up into your other chakras, like your the next one that's up, which we'll be discussing, which is your um, your Ming Mang, which is located on the back of your spine. And um, what can happen is that energy, if it's dirty or there's too much, it can go up there, and that can tend to make you aggressive or angry. Right, right, which is uh, also it, an incredibly uncomfortable feeling, I would think, you know? Right, right. Yeah, uh, people that have anger or violence uh, issues will tend to have a problem with those two chakras. Go ahead. Oh, I just I wanted you to talk about because I know that you have done a lot of work, kind of like with Feng Shui, and I'm not as familiar as you are with that, but I know that sometimes you put red 
you know, in certain areas in the home? And is that, you know, sort of to balance things out, or is that on a whole different uh, focus? Yeah. Because, so, you know, isn't red important? Well, red is the the color of the basic chakra, and it's actually the energetic color of the chakra. And so um, if you are, say, sitting on something red or uh, looking at a red wall or I'm actually looking at a red painting at the moment, that will um, energize your basic chakra. So sometimes if you have issues with this chakra, then that might be something you want to pay attention to and you might not want to do that. Um, for example, even wearing a red stone ring can um, uh-huh. cause, you know, um, anger issues. If so, basically, it ma- it will magnify something. Right. It will magnify it. So it, now, and in, the basic, in, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, in your experience, you know, have you seen a lot of that? Uh, yeah, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so quite a bit. Someone, um, you know, wearing something red that shouldn't have been. Oh, um, well, in terms of, in terms of like a stone or clothing. Well, either. I you don't know, see it so much um, with um, clothing, but like in a stone, I say if um, someone is tends to have high um, emotional issues. What they want to do is maybe not wear the red stone, only wear it when they're happy. Okay. That's, a, that's actually a good suggestion, huh? You know, rather than it, if it's a favorite piece of jewelry, it may not gel with their their real energy. Right. Right. Huh. Yeah, and um, the basic chakra is also responsible for the skeletal and muscular system. So obviously it's very important to keep that in balance because that's what holds us up. Um, it's responsible for blood, adrenal glands, tissues of the body. Um, it also affects, you know, the body temperature, um, sexual organs, the growth rate of children. If a child has a weak basic chakra, they will not uh, grow at a normal rate. And then you can think of the chakras as, as, as physically affecting all of the things that are around them, um, like, you know, the legs, feet, ankles, hips, knees, back, um, you know, everything that's around that area and below that area, that chakra is responsible for um, feeding that area energy. And so um, also what will show up, people that um, have a cancer, or things like that type of, uh, those types of ailments. Um, you know, staying away from red energy is a good idea, and also crystals that would tend to magnify their basic chakra. Um, they want to have a healthy, strong basic chakra, but it does. it's very important for it to not to be over-energized, and it's very important for it to be clean. So really paying attention to um, the color that you are um surrounding yourself with. Right. I know sometimes when people are unfamiliar, you know, and I've seen people that are very unfamiliar with chakras and how to clean it, and sometimes people's perception of colors is very different. So one of the recommendations that I get is uh, I tell people to go to a paint store, like a Lowe's or a Home Depot, and pick out a paint color, you know, little swatches they have that will correlate to all the colors of the chakras. And, you know, and when you examine them and if they go back after they're meditating for a while and clearing up their chakras, I tell them to go back again in another couple weeks or a month without taking their paint chips and pick out seven more and uh, then take them home and compare them. And to see if there's differences in the colors and which has corrected, which has become more vibrant, and which, you know, might need a little tweaking. You know, I I think that that's sort of like an independent way of self-assessment in some ways. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great idea, actually. Um, Really having people kind of take responsibility for cleansing and energizing their own chakras, that's definitely... um, important 
Um, so, my, what, so what would you use as an example? Some some great ways to maybe help um, clear or balance that chakra. Well, some you know, I sometimes I I think that you know we all like kind of the easy button. You know, I mean, who doesn't? No. We're you know <laughs> we're human. You know, it's like the the uh, what is it? The staples. You know, uh, that was easy. Uh, so sometimes as far as the chakras, we can go in the back door, and if we need balancing, say like if it was the basic chakra, and, you know, you're in fairly good health, but you need a little tweaking on your basic chakra, sometimes introducing foods or drinks that have that color in them in our body is a way of us visualizing and internally putting that inside ourselves but again, you know, and that was a really good point you brought up before, it's all about balance. You know, you can't do too much, okay? Um, I think there are many yoga forms that are also very good on balancing the lower chakras as well. And and those are the more physical forms of yoga. Right. And, and those are kind of what I call like backdoor. You know, the other thing would be, to literally go out and get a paint chip and, you know, visualize that, put it on the mirror in the morning, look at it, so it comes within your visualization, so you look at it and you internally start to self-correct. There are parts of you that take it internally when we visualize things or take things, you know, in our body. We internalize some of that, and it, it's almost like it goes in the back door and it tweaks it a little bit. Right. So, I, I, you know, I do tell people about that, that foods can be very helpful as, as long as we don't have a ten, you know, a, you know, any other problem. A lot of times when the basic chakra is off, you know, you also have your solar plexus off a little bit. So you have to be careful and, and all things in moderation. You know, you don't want to slam dunk it. You just want to do it a little at a time so that you don't go the other way. Right. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, <clears throat> some other, you know, some other methods might be um, to do regular me- meditation or focus on grounding, um, nurturing yourself. You know, that's also really important. I, I spend a lot of time talking to people about nurturing um, themselves and, and kind of being around beautiful things or feel uh, or things that you really think are beautiful and serene and peaceful. Um, creating a, you know, a beautiful atmosphere in your bedroom. That's um, very important because you spend a lot of time in your bedroom, especially when you're sleeping or recuperating or regenerating. Um, being around plants and trees, you know, the old saying, you know, tree hugger. There, there's a reason why <laughs> that stuck around so long. Um, you know, just hugging a big tree, they have energy to offer, and it's, um, definitely something that can help your basic chakra. Um, another thing that I, I like, so I, I'm, I'm actually referring to my thesis paper that I, I wrote quite a while ago um, on, on chakras. And um, hanging around wealthy people, believe it or not, um, their energy, their basic energy will um, spill over into yours. And that this will create your basic chakra to become stronger and bigger um, just by simply being around them. Um, and then by also blessing wealthy people will in turn um, give you a stronger basic chakra. Um, just really kind of being in nature with nature being um, green, being, being around green or even red. Um, being grateful and um, appreciate the things that you have. That also changes the consistency of your basic chakra. Um, You know, just uh, being around things that really kind of make you feel happy um, and and getting the sense of uh, safety will, will shift it as well. I like that. I like that idea. And I am a tree hugger, you know, I'm, (laughs) <laughs> and, and I rec- and most people that know me know that, and I highly recommend hugging trees. But you know, I'm in an area where it's not unusual, and I live in the middle of a forest, so that's a that's a great suggestion. 
Right, right. Um, so yeah, that's the basic chakra in a in a nutshell. Um, so the next one we have is the sex chakra, and um, I've been trying to post um, things on our page, you know, relating to different things on on the the chakras, and I'll I'll make sure I get all of them up on there. And um, the sex chakra is responsible for procreation. Um, uh, meaning to, you know, produce or create or originate, um, you know, not only for offspring, but also for creating ourselves and creating things around us, um, just being in creation in general to bring forth. Um, also the center of our sexual drive and our competency. Um, it's it's um, a wonderful thing to get this chakra really moving and going um, besides the obvious ways <laughs> to um, really kind of wake this part up in yourself is a wonderful thing, and you'll really see all types of um, forms of creativity that will that will awaken in you if this is healthy and strong. Um, it's, it's responsible for our creativity and our and our passion in life and our passion for things and also will help with, with drive as well. Yeah, I just, I'm glad you clarified it because, you know, when you bring up, you know, the the second chakra and the sex drive, you know, it you basically, you know, say, well, the guys will say, well, you know, what's in it for me? But as you brought up, it actually is the feminine or the mobile part. Uh, and what that means is there is always a masculine and a feminine part of energy, and this represents the feminine, which is the more movable and the more creative side of our energy. So when this is when this is on, we are highly creative, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to go out and paint a picture and you were never able to do that or compose music. But what it is, is all and every single soul has some form of their creative self. And this allows that, this allows you to be okay with that. You know, and and it's very comforting and it's tied in very much to the two chakras around it. Because it is the male and the female part of that creativity, but it's a mobile part of creativity. So when it's immobile, uh, you're kind of in a freeze frame. You get stuck in a doldrum, a day in, a day out, and sometimes it's difficult for you to see a way out of it. So it's a very interesting played chakra a lot of times. You know, don't you think, Nod? I think it's uh, a lot of times misunderstood on how powerful this is. Um, yeah, I think probably I could, you know, say just kind of in our society alone, um, what is portrayed in the media will tend to uh, stimulate and overactivate the chakra, which can be a very harmful thing to us. Um, you know, overindulging in in activities, not just sexual activities, but activities in general that this chakra. Uh, regulate can cause a lot of problems, just like any of the other chakras as well. But just um, visually and and um, paying attention to anything in the media um, will over can overstimulate this chakra, causing you know the obvious issues. But yeah, um, uh, most artists have a very highly active sex chakra. Um, as a matter of fact, I think there's been a few studies, and I, I think I, I read a few studies quite some time ago. Um, I don't remember where I found them, but um, you know, there's been some some um, studies on on artists having a very very high and active sex drive, and um, <laughs> but this also you know, will stimulate their creativity if used properly. And as a matter of fact, there's some, you know, some exercises that someone can do who does have a high sex drive to actually move that energy up to be more creative um, instead of more physical. Very, very helpful. And it's just basically um, transmuting the energy kind of up into your higher chakras. Uh, so mentally, um, like autistic children, 
or um, mentally retarded people will tend to have a very depleted sex chakra. Um, it's actually very common for an autistic child to, you know, play with their genitals. And it's, and it's actually, um, you know, subconsciously what's happening is they're actually generating sparks of energy in this area that can shoot up to the rest of their body. But unfortunately, it's, they're only sparks, whereas we have um, uh, children without this disorder will have a more full um, sex chakra, so they're able to, the energy is able to move and regulate on its own, um, going back up to the higher chakras, um, which control brain function and everything else. So um, that is actually something, you know, that will show up, that it's depleted. Um, it doesn't allow the, the proper energy to flow to the brain or any of the, the other higher chakras. So, you know, you'll notice the, the differences there. Right. And, and I think that, um, you know, men and women, um, you know, when this is in balance and out balance, if you think about prior generations, you know, uh, this chakra was very, very repressed during certain periods of time you know, um, when men and women were supposed to behave certain ways and that was totally abnormal to, you know, the human perspective. You think about it. So what had to happen is they had to repress their sex chakra, which meant their creativity in that light and how they feel about themselves as a sexual being because we are sexual beings. We are all, you know, or the other, um, you know, and how we feel about ourselves was contingent. And there's a lot of repression, as well as nowadays you actually see it going the other way. You know, so again, there's, there, there has to be a balance, you know, and, and when you find that balance, that's when things flow really well. And the balance is very different for every person, you know. Um, but you notice imbalances when you see, you know, things like promiscuity or people that create and it's very bizarre and they're not really creating from their creative self, but they're just doing it to put it out there and it's almost like they need some type of jump start to get it going because they feel that deficit or the imbalance. So again, you know, there are, you know, again, I would advise people go to a store, pick out what you think is orange. Because everybody's perception on color is very different. And what you do is you compare it, you know, every couple weeks, every month, and see if your perception changes and if it's imbalanced. You know, I can tell you that um, a lot of people cannot really see orange. I think it's one of the, the chakras that I find the most imbalanced about. What about you, Nan? Right, right. You know, you know. I mean, I, you know, when I've seen people, you know, I think that, you know, when when I pull people through chakra, and by the way, I do have a CD on chakras on my website, and when when I, you know, pull them through that, I find a lot of people when they get done, they'll examine through, they'll go through the whole thing, and they say, well, I, I didn't hear you mention the second chakra. And I, I find it very interesting that that's the one that it was omitted. Right. Well, it, I think that um, a lot of people kind of are, you know, they're taught not to talk about that kind of thing or anything related to, to sex or it's, rep- or it's repressed. Right, repression. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, Weird. it's also responsible for obviously all of the physical organs that surround it, reproductive organs, sex organs, bladder, um, sexual energy, sensuality, um, a person's overall sexuality in general, um, even relating on a a passion or creativity level. Um, And it also directly corresponds with the throat and the ajna and the basic chakra. Um, so, you know, once one of those, is, uh, if the sex chakra is affected, the basic ajna or throat chakra is affected. And the throat is also responsible for the creativity. So the throat and the sex chakra um, really correspond with each other and really interact with each other. If one, if 
specifically those two. If one is off, the other one is definitely off. Right. You know, so again, you want to go around the back door. How do you increase your, your sex chakra? Well, you know, how about an orange? Melons. There's wonderful orange melons. You see, so when you're eating, you're visualizing. And what you're doing with your visualization is you're taking it internally. So, you know, those are little bumps that you can take internally. How about some orange flowers in the house? You know, I mean, those are wonderful, easy ways to get in the back door to kind of, you know, prime the sex chakra, you know, to get in balance. You know, those are easy ways to do it. You know, not everybody has the time or will want to sit and meditate, but sometimes it only takes a few seconds. You know, and we all have a few seconds here and there. Right. Also, um, uh, moving your hips. Um, important to kind of activate and clean and get that energy moving around, some type of um, gyration, (laughs) Uh, men and women. um, Men tend to not move their hips as much as women, and um, that's important, especially if your hips are tight. That means that you need, that's definitely a chakra that you need to work on. Um, you know, open that up, you know, yoga, and even Mm -hmm. any type of meditation will balance that out as well. Um, it's really important to have a strong sex chakra um, to have to really feel your your life purpose, your sense of purpose, um, and really being in a sense of gratitude will also um, help shift that as well. Um, again, recognizing any beauty around you, any form of um, creation, creativity, even if you don't know how to paint, draw, or write, really kind of um, Trying it out, you know, even if it, it if you feel like it looks horrible, you are actually you know stimulating that chakra. So it's just the act of that will really help balance that, you know, and, and even more so when this is you know off, people will tend to have um, eating disorders, depressions, problems with um, self-expression, and also addictive behavior will show up when the chakra. Off. So it's it's definitely an important one to um, balance. So um, moving on, the next one we have is the navel chakra. Um, the navel chakra is responsible for our instinct of knowing, you know, that gut feeling that you get when you know something is right or wrong, um, even before it happens. Um, it controls, you know, the intestines, any type of digestion digestive issues will show up here if it's off. Um, It also affects the appendix and our overall vitality. Um, There is, you know, any type of of bowel, intestinal problems, digestive issues um, that will show up when this chakra is is not in balance. It's it's an important chakra because it's actually the one that people tend to trust the most in their their knowing, their... um, their sense of knowing. Right. Right. It's, yes, you're, you're right. If anyone's ever done um, the, uh, the, you know, the auric photographs, um, when someone is doing mediumship and they have an aura photograph, you generally what they'll see is a great deal of yellow gold in their auric photograph. And that truly comes from the solar plexus is where the mediumship would come from. It's the seat of our clarity, our wisdom, and our self-esteem. You know, uh, it's a very, very important. And it relates to the pancreas, which is interesting as far as an endocrine uh, gland. And, of course, uh, for those that don't know, the endocrine gland would be uh, responsible for things like diabetes, uh, pancreatitis, which, you know, helps us to digest fats, uh, assimilate things, liver, you know, which is sort of our cleansing organ of the body. Uh, it also, you know, um, helps the, the stomach, you know, helps you fight against ulcers, uh, gallstones. You know, when it's off balance, there are a lot of conditions. It's a very, very vital chakra. This one is very, very important to get in balance because it's the seat of our self-esteem, our self-worth, you know, how we truly feel about ourselves and how we think 
others perceive us. So some say it's the seed of our personality. Um, yeah, so it, it's really amazing how powerful when this chakra is on. And I would have to say, for the most part, most women that I see do not have a really great solar plexus chakra. How about you, Nod? Do you, do you so, see that? Are we, talk, what, are we talking about navel chakra still? Yes. It's more, okay. yeah, it, you know, in the traditional sense, you know, uh, the third chakra would be the solar plexus so, navel um, chakra. I, so I, I'm breaking them down in terms of chronic healing chakras. So we're doing 11 chakras. Um, and there's, you know, I was explaining to them earlier that there is a, a definitely a difference. And so what they're going to hear from us today is different than the traditional well, it's actually, I don't like that word, but in the sense of what is actually most commonly known out there is the seven chakra system. Um, and so this one is actually separate from the solar plexus chakra, the navel chakra. <clears throat> um, so just to kind of uh, put in there, not only just physically digesting, but also um, really mentally and spiritually and emotionally digesting things as well. Um, you know, when this chakra is healthy and strong, your your sense of just who you are um, and digesting information and things around you will change. You know, things won't bother you as much. They'll kind of flow through you. You're aware of them, and you're able to kind of, you know, put them where they need to be. Okay. So um, moving on from the navel chakra, we have the Meng Meng chakra, which is located behind the navel chakra on the back above um, uh, above the basic chakra. And we had I had spoke about this a little bit earlier in the show today regarding when the basic chakra kind of is overstimulated and can spill over into the Ming Ming chakra, cr- creating, um, you know, anger and frustration as well as... Um, you know, someone who might have a, a high temper, uh, high temper, or tend to have some violent tendencies. So this one is is important to, um, you know, to balance because it's also right right near your kidneys as well. And so, you know, having this properly balanced will really um, help in overall, you know, immune system and vitality as well. Um, it it really kind of it helps facilitate all of the energy that's coming from the basic chakra. So it's kind of like the disbursement unit. So when the when when you have energy coming up from the basic chakra, this chakra is the one that kind of shoots it out to all of the other chakras and all of the other body parts and gets it where it needs to go. So it's also responsible not only for the kidneys but the adrenal glands, um, also blood pressure. And, um, you know, if this, if this is imbalanced, it could cause any problems with those associated organs, and as well as back problems as well. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think you most commonly see this one with kidney issues, which, again, is your filtration system of the body. So you have liver and kidney, and this one deals mostly with the kidneys. So the other thing I see with this when this is off, I see people with um, really a suppressed immune system, really, really low vitality. And it's, this one's kind of a difficult one sometimes to, to locate because we're always looking for other chakras. And I think it, it's very easy to overlook the ming-ming when you're doing cleansings and looking for, you know, irregularities in them, at least for myself. Right, right, yeah. It's definitely something that can't be over-energized. Um, you know, it's, it's got to be kind of just right. And um, otherwise you can, you'll see frustration um, or violent tendencies in people. Um, so usually people that are violent or angry a lot, this is, um, if you were to go straight for this chakra, this is, could make a world of difference in the person. This could be um, the difference in somebody who, you know, would hurt somebody physically and, and not if this was right. within minutes. So going from there, we're now at the solar plexus chakra. Now, in the, the chakra system that we are going over today, 
um, the chakra systems actually run on the front of your body as well as the back of your body. So here, you know, we have the navel, and then behind it on the back is the Ming Ming, right? And then here we have the solar plexus chakra. There's one on the front, which is located right below your sternum bone, your rib cage, and then right in the back, directly in the back um, behind there on your uh, spine area, um, you'll have the back solar plexus. So in the system that we use, not only do we clean and work with the front, but we work with the back as well. So you want to you want to start us off on the solar plexus chakra? Oh sure. Um, that you know uh, generally, and this is a good one. We can clean and energize the solar plexus chakra, which is great. Um, and again, it deals with the pancreas, the liver, the stomach. Uh, to a certain degree, you know, the large and the small intestines. You know, you have a lot of bodily uh, controls with the solar plexus chakra. So a lot of things that can be tweaked with us human beings or animals even, you know, would have to do with the solar plexus chakra. Um, because it controls the quality of the blood, you think about it, it controls the liver, which detoxifies our blood. So it's very, very important. It's important that we treat this one, you know, with respect um, because of the large job that it does. It's our energy clearing house, you know. Um, this kind of helps drive many of the other chakras, the lower chakras and the higher chakras all pass through it. You think about it. So it kind of is a clearing house for both upper and lower chakras. The whole body can generally be energized through the solar plexus chakra. So, you know, thorough cleansing of this, you know, this one very, very often gets congested. So you think about this is also the beginning of the diaphragm and what happens with the diaphragm. That's our breath control. So when, when we hold our breath and you think about it, when you're worried or you're stressed, what's the first thing you really do is you do not breathe deeply. So the lower part of your diaphragm is generally affected. So it can result in difficulty breathing as well. So a congested or an unbalanced solar plexus chakra can, you know, really make a very big difference in the comfort in your life. It also controls our heating and cooling systems of the body, you know. Uh, and again, as I said earlier, this can manifest as diabetes, ulcers, hepatitis, heart ailments, and all other illnesses related to this. So this is really a very, not that they, all of them aren't, because imbalances in every chakra will create a disconnect in the body. But this, if you're going to learn to clean and energize, this is a great one to start on because it's a powerhouse. Okay? Right, yeah. And, and adding on to uh, what Barbara said, it's also the center for lower emotions. It's me or I-oriented. It has to do with your self-interest. And this is where people might say that the ego lays. This is where the ego is. Um, it's also responsible for aggression, anger, addiction, worry, anxiety, fear. As a matter of fact, when I'm... Um, removing any type of um, fears or um, anxiety or any type of addiction ailments from people's chakras, this is the one uh, chakra that is usually full of dirty energy or whatever that energy is. Um, it's usually full. This is the, the one that I would spend the most time cleaning. It's also right. the center for courage, drive, winning attitude, the center for power, um, and like she said, you know, really um, all of the organs that are directly around it and inside of it, um, you know, usually just cleansing this one will really hit all of your major organs. Um, you know, people with a lot of anxiety, this, this, this chakra is over congestion. Um, right. Any type of mental or emotional trauma or stress, fear, this, this chakra is overly congested. Um, right. As well as you right. know, people that are angry, you know, um, people that are, are tend to be self-centered are 
you know, definitely have a problem with this chakra as well. So um, it's it's definitely a very, very, they're all important, but if you were to, you know, if you only had time to really kind of clean and, and work mm. on one chakra, this would probably be a, a very good one to start with. So, and also um, people with boundary issues or, you know, whether, you know, <laughs> it's getting um, people that have problems of people getting too close or you yourself have boundary issues, um, you know, this is also one that is um, affected in self-control and self-esteem um, and anything like that. This is the chakra that is definitely the one that is being affected. Um, what are some some methods you would suggest on cleaning the chakra? What's the method? For me, yeah, I would just use sonic healing. I mean, you know, that would be the quickest one to do this. Pranic healing, uh, for those that, that don't know it, is a, uh, the manner of cleansing. Did you talk about that in the first, honey? I know. Uh, I you know, how to energy out of and cleanse, um, you know, which is something in, that most of us can all use in this chakra. And if it needs re-energized, you first have to take out all the dirty energy out. You know, and that can be through uh, someone who is a pranic healer. You can do it for yourself. Um, you know, the other ones are you can also use stones to cleanse your chakras as well. But, you know, stones, again, we talked about on the last show, you have to, you know, program as far as, you know, you have to program your stone in order to have it work for what you want it to do. But there are stones correlating also with all the chakras. Right. Um, also, I might suggest maybe taking um, a salt bath or a salt shower and just applying salt directly to that area will help as well um, right. remove some of that dirty energy. And, and doing some type of selfless acts, you know, acts of service will also um, help get this chakra in line. And what happens with a lot of people is that this chakra will tend to be bigger than their heart chakra, which you know, you'll tend to have all of the issues that we mentioned previously um, and be more eye-centered. But when you take yourself out of that and you do more acts of service, your heart center will then um, balance. You'll get energy in through your heart center and it will balance the solar plexus chakra because they're right next to each other. So doing right. acts of service can also help um, balance this chakra. And uh, speaking of which, the next chakra is the heart chakra. Um, so we are actually going to go on a quick break, and we will be right back, and we'll tell you all about what the heart chakra has to offer. At Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. As promised, we're always thinking of ways to bring you a fresh new perspective. Check out this lineup of our newest shows. The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, featuring Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E favorite, Heisey Lutmers, and his co-host, Charlie Harrington, on the second Tuesday evening each month. A Shamanic Life, hosted by John Carousella, on the first and third Tuesday evenings each month. What's Your Prescription for Balance, with Dr. Glenna Calder, the first Thursday afternoon each month. And Evolve, with Robin White Turtle Lisney, the third Thursday afternoon each month. Introducing our newest show, the second and fourth Saturday mornings each month, From Beyond. With mother-daughter psychic mediums, Nadia Shapiro and Dr. Barbara Williams. We're excited. 
Give us a listen as we continue to create new and entertaining ways for you to shine your inner light. Join us at Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. go into the heart chakra. The heart chakra, again, it ha- there's a front and a back that's responsible for higher emotions, feeling of love and compassion, joy, generosity, and forgiveness. Um, the feeling about others as well as ourselves. Really, um, people with the, an overactive heart chakra tend to, you know, really focus on other people and less on themselves. That's why it's really important to have a healthy balance of the heart and um, solar plexus chakra. Um, people with big heart chakras will naturally tend to attract a lot of people around them. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful chakra. It's definitely one of my favorites responsible for the heart and the circulatory system and um, goes hand in hand with the solar plexus chakra. They're right next to each other. So really balancing is both, both of them out can make a world of difference um, physically as well as emotionally. And, um, yeah, um, what, anything you want to add to the heart chakra? Yep. Um, the other thing that's very interesting is when the heart, and, and you would think that it wouldn't, but the heart chakra is really responsible when it's off for things like uh, asthma, um, you know, uh, tuberculosis, breathing disorders, COPD. So, you know, these are very, very uh, powerful chakras off. And the interesting thing is when they're off and you're imbalanced, you sometimes can get a physical reaction. So it's important with this one, especially for people that may have some breathing difficulties, you know, to pay attention to clearing that. You know, many times, you know, when I do a reading, I'll see someone's heart chakras almost encased because I can tell that they have had some damage, they've had some hurt, and they've internalized, and, and it basically almost looks like a uh, an M&M with a hard coating on the outside that we kind of have to get through and clean. And and again, as Nadia pointed out, there's a front and a, and a back heart chakra. So... It's something you really need to clean, and you you know, and you uh, with the heart chakra, you only energize it from the back, never the front. But you can always clean it, and if you do nothing, cleaning it will always help. And one thing you pointed out before, Nod, a great way of cleaning these, you know, would be for deep breathing. Salt baths are wonderful. I mean, they are just wonderful for cleaning and breaking old, dirty. Uh, cords, old, dirty energy. So this is a very important one to take care of because it does reflect to your physical heart. And, of course, right. your lungs right, go everywhere. I mean, that, that oxi- oxygenized blood coming from your lungs go everywhere. Right, and the, the front heart chakra is responsible for any current love love problems or just love in general and relationships, whereas the back is responsible for any past relationships or past feelings on love. So, you know, 
completing the front and the back of yourself is really important. So not only the circulatory system, but it controls the thymus gland, uh, you know, any heart, lung problems, anything related to that. Um, it, it's, you know, loving kindness is, is sits here. Love in general is sits here. It's, um, you know, whether you're closed or open to things. Um, so whether you're too empathetic or putting yourself at risk emotionally too many times, this chakra will tend to be off balance. Um, the next chakra we have is the throat chakra, the center for higher creativity and personal expression. And like I said earlier, directly related to uh, the sex chakra. Um, it's the chakra for the center for teaching as well as learning. Um, your beliefs about yourself and the world around you. Um, it determines, um, it balance, it will determine how you express yourself and how you speak and listen to others. You know, really um, getting, uh, saying what you mean. Um, there's a lot of people that I've worked with before where um, they'll have, you know, throat issues. And, and the first thing I'll say is, okay, well, what is it that you're not saying? What have you not said to yourself or to others? You know, this is really, this chakra is so important for your self-expression and you really being who you truly are. Um, it's also responsible for the concrete mind and the details of the situation. If this is depleted, you'll notice uh, the person has a very difficult time um, giving any type of details or concrete information. Um, <laughs> it, so you can tell that one is off by you know, situations like that. It's also responsible for you know the voice or thyroid, esophagus, lymphatic system, and other related areas that are um, you know surrounding the throat. Um, it's important to watch you know the food, the types of food and drink that you put into your body. Um, you know that will throw this this chakra off. So yeah, it's also another very important chakra. Um, anything you want to add to that? No, just that, you know, it's really the seat of self-expression, which includes for you folks uh, that are writers. It's very important. You know, it's not just speaking. It is about writing, creativity, film. It is your seat uh, of self-expression in all forms. So, no, I think you covered it pretty well, Nod. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, um, oh, you know what? The other, the other thing, I, you know, I wanted to point out with this is I think we all know. Do you ever know people that always get laryngitis? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, you think about it that these folks really need some cleaning in their throat chakra because if you track them, you will notice that periodically they always get that. And with some of these folks, I find that they have a lot of uh, things that they've repressed saying. Right. So it's important if you don't want to tell everybody that you find a mate or, you know, someone that you do relay and do your self-expression and do get it out there somehow and it will stop some of these episodes. Yeah, um, definitely an important chakra for all creatives out there and people that, you know, need to work on expressing, fully expressing themselves and also, um, you know, secrecy can really do a number on this chakra. <clears throat> so the next one we have is the Ajna chakra, um, which is located um, in between the eyebrows. This is not to be confused with the third eye. This is actually below the third eye, also known as the um, forehead chakra. And this is like the central control unit for all other chakras. This chakra um, will disperse all of the energy to the other chakras, as well as control um, and disperse energy to all of the organs. Um, so it controls the endocrine system and all vital organs in general, also responsible for abstract mind and thinking. Um, it's also responsible for will and willpower. So when this is in alignment with your basic chakra, you'll notice that you have the willpower, but you'll also have the drive to finish things. Procrastination will no longer exist when your ajna and your basic chakra 
are balanced together. Um, this is also um, helps in psychic seeing and thinking, analyzing, and dreaming. And um, this chakra is the one that is responsible for visualization um, and also being a visionary in general, being able to kind of see that bigger picture. So if you have um, an issue with that, this is the, the first chakra that you would work with, um, being able to really see the bigger picture. Um, maybe you're wanting to, you know, be self-employed, be, be an entrepreneur. This is one of the chakras that you would work with as well as your basic chakra on a daily basis, getting those two healthy and strong will help with self-motivation and, and being um, a self-starter and also uh, being a success in whatever it is that you're doing. And this will also help with um, any type of addictions and stronger and higher willpower. Um, and, and within willpower, when you uh, balance the Ajna and the solar plexus chakra, you will have um, more success in willpower. So, you know, this one is, is definitely connected to everything. The ability um, to see yourself how you truly are, your self-image, not how other people would see you or want you to see yourself, you know, like in a negative way. This will help you see yourself as you truly are. Um, and this this chakra, if it's overactivated, can tend to have people be more in a mental state or overthinking things in life. Uh, you want anything you want to add to that? Uh, nope. Nope, you covered it well. Go ahead, Nuss. Hello? Oh, um, can no, you hear go me? Ahead. Yeah, I can hear you. There was some clicking in the background. No, uh, no, you covered that one very well. Um, I, I know that if you uh, if this one is really dirty and, I, and you clean it for some people, this is the one that will make them dizzy when they try to stand up. So it's one that if you notice it's really dirty on someone and you've cl you know cleansed it to uh, really have them adjust their position very slowly, because this will cause them to get dizzy. Uh, and in an extreme case, lose consciousness. So you want to take it really easy with someone who has, uh, you know, who you've done a lot of work in the Ajna area for. And next we come to the forehead chakra. And that's located at the center of the forehead. And this one controls and energizes the penal gland and the nervous system, which, uh, I mean, we can all imagine that's pretty important. So any malfunctioning in the forehead chakra, and that is right above the ajna, um, you know, can be things like memory loss, uh, paralysis, epilepsy. So, you know, you have some major functioning here. Energizing the chakra is uh, like a funnel effect, uh, causing the whole body to be flooded with this wonderful healing energy. So it's also very, very, right? Anything you want to add to that one? I know we're kind of running out of time here. I'm sorry. Uh, no, um, that's I mean, this is the one, the forehead chakra. If you, you know, do any pranic healing, you will notice that this is the one that's most affected with people that have Alzheimer's or autistic children. You know, so it is, you know, such a, a, a wonderful, such a tender chakra. You know, it is the seat of our uh, our smarts, our chachma. Uh, if you you know go according to um, you know certain uh, other forms in the um, Kabbalah, it's right in the center of the forehead, close to the hairline. And when you're dealing with nervous system and memory, that's pretty intense. So what's we'll our next right. one? Yeah, and so it's also responsible, you know, there, here's, here's the third eye, how we see ourselves in, in the spirit world and seeing into the spirit world and, you know, the pineal gland is responsible for it. So um, anyways, we have gone over all of the major chakras and um, you definitely want to check out Barbara Williams' 
CD on her website, uh, BarbaraWilliamsPhD.com. This is a very, you're looking for an easy out. This is a great way to balance your chakras and clean your chakras. She takes you through a lovely meditation and goes through each of the chakras, cleansing and energizing them. Um, it's definitely an easy way to do that. As we said, you can use stones. There's many different modalities, many different ways to um, work with the chakras. Yoga. Um, physical yoga as well as um, meditative yoga will help balance all of your chakras. There's many, many, many different ways, but I encourage you all to take matters into your own hands and really start balancing yourself, and you'll notice overall health and well-being will change as well as your mental and emotional states as well as your spirituality. So um, your energy centers are so important. And um, thank you all very much for joining us today. Uh, make sure you check out our events and our websites at NadiaShapiro.com and BarbaraWilliamsPhD.com. And we will see you next time. Thank you all very much for joining us. And have a great day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Revolution with Heisey Lutmers, Sunday morning at 1030.